Welcome back to Mojo for the Modern Man. Ken Mossman here. And in today's segment, listen to part two of my conversation with Boysen Hodgson. So we're moving beyond Boysen's uh, history and how he made his way to the Mankind Project. And our conversation moves more in the direction of the what happens at the intersection of crisis and responsibility and so much more. I do hope you enjoy this second uh, half of the conversation with Boysen Hodgson, who is, of course, the communications director for Mankind Project USA. Listen in and enjoy. What launched us down in this particular direction was the question about the, the intersection of, uh, you know, crisis, ambiguity, and responsibility. And, and um, I guess my question, uh, or, or one of the places to, to the, that I am continually looking is, okay, you know, there are the, I want to preface this a little bit by saying, mm-hmm. you know, you know let, let, let's pull out, let's, let's, let's pull out a, a, a model of ego here. And one of the things about, about ego is ego absolutely loves the polarities of grandiosity and insignificance. Beautiful. Yeah. 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 So, so between grandiosity, which between let's start with insignificance between insignificance, which in which lives, you know, over there on the insignificant side lives, I'm helpless. I can't do anything. The problems are too big. The world is too big a place. Right. I have, I have nothing to contribute and grandiosity that says, uh, 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 you know, go big or go home either, you know, if you, if you don't have something in mind to, to, to change the world or a way to change the world, just forget about it, which of course throws one right back to the uh, insignificant side of the equation. You know, there are, there are so many valuable places to look in between these, uh, along this continuum that are neither grandiose nor are they insignificant that, you know, that, that, you know, every, every, everyone can bring to the, everyone can, can step into, in this case, every man can step into. I know we have uh, people yeah. who, are, who are not necessarily identify as men who are going to be listening to this, but yeah. So. Uh, yes. For, for all of us. And so the way that, that's beautiful, those polarities. One of the things that we face a lot in the Mankind Project and talk about is this, you know, this idea of shadow work. And at both of those, in both of those depths, uh, the grandiosity in the Jungian terms was like the dragon, right? Mm. Mm-hmm. The, the image of the most grandiose. And facing the dragon is something that as you know as a mature man i get to face my dragon i get to face my grandiosity doesn't mean i'm trying to kill the dragon i'm never going to kill the dragon but i need to come into right relationship with that yeah i love that you point that out (laughs) just the language i like to use around that is you know any idiot with a sword can go after a dragon but you know can you just sit down and have lunch with it yes right Can, can it can we can I integrate it and use it where it needs to be used? A healthy Absolutely. sense of grandiosity has gotten our, has gotten us a long way as a right. species. Right. Yeah. Um, and then that insignificance, that smallness, right. There's this other, 
kind of a lot of us, I definitely, you know, the wounding that I took on in my insignificance, in my smallness, in my childishness, um, the victimization that, that many of us experience, men and women experience, then we develop coping mechanisms. I will never be that again. Make contracts with ourselves, right? I will never allow myself to be that vulnerable again. I will never allow myself to be in that place again. I will never do. And that creates all sorts of behaviors from those places of early childhood belief or from those wounded places that we enact on ourselves and on each other. So addictive tendencies, self-destructive tendencies, acting out tendencies, you know, violence, manipulation, dominance, all of those things to keep from experiencing that place of, of feeling powerless and insignificant. To keep from, to keep from feeling and to, and to add to that list, uh, uh, and they live in the same. They live in the same uh, neighborhood, of course. Uh, overcoming behaviors, striving behaviors, yes. proving behaviors, etc. Yes. So yeah. can can we? And this is what we try. What we intend to do with the men's work. Can we get a lever in to one of the fine cracks that develops in a man's armor, so that we can open that up just enough? to get a separation between his ego and his awareness so that he can look upon his life from a perspective to see those things. So can I get far enough away from the stories I tell myself, the behaviors that I have taken on to cope with the stories that I tell myself, all of that, can I take enough of a step away from that to see it? and start to be in choice about how I'm going to move forward with it. And, and I think that's the, like, that's the threshold that we talk about stepping over through an initiatory process that I think there are lots of ways to get there. The mankind projects, you know, the training process that we offer is one way to get there. But I think it's an, I kind of think for me, it was an essential step. Well, I'm curious the because as you're speaking and I, I i i absolutely love the language of initiatory process anything having to do with initiation and uh you know uh, i'm curious as you personally and i don't know the yeah. answer to this by the way i absolutely don't know the answer to this but as i'm you know as you're speaking i'm thinking ah okay you know what is the initiatory process or the initiation at the actual initiation that the current crisis is pointing us toward what do you i'm curious to see what you what you see there gorgeous thank you uh so uh in our 35th anniversary um we were all planning the mankind project was getting together in outside tucson arizona at a big camp we had over 300 people registered coming from all over the world to come and celebrate our 35th anniversary and then this happened <laughs> <laughs> and the before this happened we already knew that the theme for our 35th anniversary was relevant evolution mm. the, the evolution, evolutionary process, the evolution of the work, what we needed to, what we needed to come to. And I had the honor of uh, 
after we figured out how to transition all that over to a Zoom meeting where, you know, we had over 600 people joining us live and then watching on YouTube and people from all over the world join us. Um, in the relevant evolution keynote address, I talked about this initiatory process and how I see that we now we have moved from a, a, a simple I, the, the me, the individual, the first person perspective kind of initiatory process, right? I go through my initiation, communities initiate in, men and women through into the community, right? Into mm. the responsibility of the community, into the maturity of the community. I see us as standing at a threshold now where globally, culturally, we are a people standing, the we is standing at the threshold of an initiatory process. We have been, we have, we all of us, and I'm using that word really consciously, like we is, bears a lot of responsibility. Yeah, yeah. So talking about the we is, is difficult stuff. So, and I'm zero to 99% right. I'm not gonna be 100% right ever. Um, but I see us as this big we we are out of the normal step of time. We've been already, we're on a hero's journey. We've been pulled from the normal world and we're now into, we've crossed over a threshold into some other world and we're on this road of trials. And the initiatory process, part of what it does is it wakes us up to the responsibilities of ad adulthood in quotation marks, mature behavior. Yeah, that, yeah, that's a that is a key distinction between between uh, uh, adulthood, the chronological phenomenon of adulthood, and mature right. behavior. Right. First, yeah. Yes, emotionally, social, emotionally, you know, mature, be spiritually mature behavior. Cognitive, the whole, the whole. Co works. Yeah, yeah, right. All of those things, right? So now, again, we we have the opportunity to separate ourselves and stand back and look at what we've created as a society and a culture and say, huh, are there ways in which we have continued to act as children or adolescents in our behavior culturally, in our collective behavior? And is there a responsibility here that we are willing to take on to be initiated, to step into maturity? as a society. Um, there's been some really great writing. I don't know if you're familiar with uh, Charles Eisenstein. Yes. Yes. Charles has been writing about this and I just, uh, I love his writing. And, you know, a distinction that, that he makes is that it, there's no guarantee we're actually going to make it. Right. Right. We yeah. have this opportunity. We're able to take this perspective if we choose to, but that doesn't mean we're going to succeed because that that's, uh, and I just heard another gentleman, uh, Ian McKenzie speaking about this. Um, Ian McKenzie was talking about, there's no guarantee that we're going to make it out of this because that's what determines an initiation. Some people live, some don't. Right. Right. You know, there's another piece to this as you're speaking. Um, and, you know, of course, uh, and I love that some people live, some people don't. I mean, in this case, it's quite literal. And in some, uh, you know, some, um, uh, oh my goodness, I'm losing my words here. Um, 
Aboriginal, uh, uh, depending right. on where right. one is uh, initiations, there is the possibility that one does not survive the initiation. And, and, you know, one of the, one of the pieces that, that, that's, that's so vividly, uh, that I think this is pointing to, and uh, also in terms of the, the uh, childish or adolescent behaviors that are showing up, <clears throat> you know, part of, part of us being in a state of conscious adulthood, that mature, that maturity, that level of maturity is the capacity to, to first of all, to hold ambiguity, to know, mm -hmm. you know, yes. in a very sober way, it's like, you know, this, this, this may not go well. Yes. <laughs> you know, we yes. really, you know, we really don't know. Uh, and, and, and also hold at the same time, hold an appreciation for the complexity of, 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 of given circumstances without the necessity to dumb them down or to simplify them. Yes. And of course, one of the things that we're seeing a lot of right now is uh, uh, a tremendous pull to the seduction of simplistic uh, theories. Right. You know, <laughs> right. Conspira conspiracy theories that that very simply explain away uh, the the complexities, of, and of course, conspiracy th theories are nothing nothing new. And at this time, right. you know, they seem to be reaching a a, a fever pitch. So, so the, the the you know the piece that I that I want to throw into the mix here, I, I don't want to get stuck in a conversation about conspiracy theories. Um, uh, there's an awful lot to say about them, uh, and we don't have enough time. But uh, right. but but to bring in the the you know the importance and the value of of holding complexity, yes, you know as well as critical thought, because you can't hold complexity without the capability to think critically. Yes, you know. Yeah, that's par paradox consciousness, right? Paradox. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, something else that I uh, I've learned in the work, and I see other men kind of encouraging, is inviting inviting that. Uh, let's let go of our of our certainty consciously. Let's consciously let go of our certainty. So even when you know I I may be vehemently allergic to some points of view, perspectives, can I be in a place consciously choose to be in a place where I don't, um, where I don't reject, try to dominate, try to destroy, try to, you know, try to own, own the troll kind of thing. Like I'm never going to own the troll thinking that I'm going to no. own, own the troll is, is not, is not going to be useful. So can I be in enough of a place of, of accepting willingness, willing acceptance of paradox to say, huh, well, that's a perspective. Here's, here's what I can look at from my reality. Here's what I can offer as factual reality to it. And I'm going to let go of the attachment to being right. I'm going to let go of the attachment to needing to have certainty about what I'm, what I'm doing. And I'm going to do the next right thing that's in front of me, right? Before enlightenment, chop wood, carry water. After, mm. after enlightenment, <laughs> chop wood, carry water. So what wood do I have to chop in front of me? And, and can I just be with, be with an uncomfortable amount 
of uncertainty and paradox. And I think that that's something that, you know, I, I want more people in my life, men and women, who are willing to sit with me in that and, and just be in that, you know. Um, I had a beautiful conversation. Which, which, which yeah, go ahead. This, which, which, of course, just, just as we say, just sit with me and, and be the uh it it it, it, it sounds um it sounds so quote unquote simple on the one hand and at a certain level it 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 is yes and you know well i know i'm preaching to the choir here and, and what we know about it is that simple yes on the face of it easy, easy. yeah not so much <laughs> not so much <laughs> not so much i hate feeling uncomfortable i hate feeling uncomfortable i do not like experiencing uncomfortable emotions i do not like facing my grief i do not like facing my my anger and you know in this this time i'm i'm confronting my own stuff in a more serious way right now than i think i have in the last 20 years of rage yes yeah just uh, just unbelievable and finding the willingness within myself to be able to sit with it and then inviting other people you know in, in very close to home here in my wife and my with my kids to be able to just own this is what i'm going through right now yeah. and it's not about you and it's not about, you know, and to be, I am responsible for my actions in the world. I'm in spot responsible for the impacts that I have on other people. And I fully have to own all those, the imp, any impact that I have on other people. And in order to move through this, I have to be willing to experience it. I have to be willing to sit with it. It's such a key point, the, the willingness to experience it. And, and, and that is, again, to make a key distinction, the, 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 the experience of, and I'll use rage as a, as a rage, anger, great yeah. examples, uh, to experience versus act out. Yes. Big, big difference. And, and again, I think what, what, what we're, because oftentimes acting out is, acting out is uh, a mechanism by which we avoid correct experiencing those emotions at a deep level yes yeah yeah for and for me um it's it's lately it's always sitting right on top of the well of grief yes david you know david white it it's always right there that that rage that uh adrenalized uh monkey mind body in flight that rage for me as soon as I let myself actually feel it, the cap comes off and the underneath is the grief. Mm. Mm. Underneath is, is the tears. Underneath is the sad, you know, just that deep, deep sadness the, and the caring. And this is from, my, from my, my Zen brothers and sisters. You know, what do you get when you've reached that place of just pure awareness and what is there in that pure awareness is just the vastness of caring and compassion. Yeah. That, that care, that compassionate, that giant compassionate awareness. Right. So 
I can cover that with a million different things because some, I don't know why, I don't know why, why is it so uncomfortable to be in that level of care? I care so much, <laughs> you know, yeah. and, and that can feel painful. So, and I think well, that it, most it, it, of it us are there. there. <laughs> Actually, it, 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 it is painful because if we really, again, stepping back and looking at it, well, what, what, you know, if we look at, well, what is at the root of that level of care, that level of compassion? Well, what's at the root of that is, is a, is a, is a depth of love. Right. And as, uh, you know, just to, to, to bring it, to bring it in from another slightly different angle, you know, when I open myself up to love at that depth, paradoxically, I open myself up, I cannot help but open myself up to the possibility of loss. Yes. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's all present here. So I, you know, big picture, I think we're, we're all in a time, I'm in a time and I see a lot of guys coming to the work. I mean, this is what's incredible about what I see happening right now. So even though we're not meeting, we're an in-person training organization and have been for 35 years and now we're all in Zoom meetings mm -hmm. <laughs> and, and yet men are showing up. And men are, you know, I'm, conti we're continuing to get the inf influx of more and more men saying, hey, I'm ready to do something with this. And, and I'm looking for brotherhood and I'm looking for connection and I'm looking for somebody to hold, hold this kind of space without trying to fix me, convict me or convince me of anything. Um, and that has been, it's amazing to see. And I feel, you know, uh, uh, yeah, uh, determined, determined and ruthlessly optimistic that there is, there is hope here for us. You know, if we can follow that instinct to go toward that vulnerability, to keep moving toward that vulnerability rather than moving toward the simplicity of, of, uh, simplicity generally <laughs> yeah the simplicity of simplicity yeah, the, yeah. any 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 simplistic notion this is a time to look at any simplistic notion uh or or what might appear as a solution with um an extremely suspicious eye yeah yeah, I, yeah. yep i resonate with that yeah yeah beautiful so well first of all uh, boys, and thank you so much. Thank you so much for 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 agreeing to uh, speak to me. It's been a, a great conversation. I know we could go on for days. And um, before we part company here, how can people get in touch with you and find out more about uh, a, a Mankind Project? Yes, uh, me personally. If you want to find me on uh, find me on Twitter at boys and H, um, B O Y S E N H H. That's me. Yep. Yes, and please find the Mankind Project, mankindproject.org. Um, there, there are opportunities out there for uh, men to connect and continue to do the work. And I know a lot of men are feeling a, a deep hurt and fear and uh, pain and anxiety and loss. All of those things are so real. And there are men waiting. There are, oh, there's a chair waiting for you. It might be your office chair, um, but there's a chair 
for you where you can come and check in and, and be with men who will support and listen and acknowledge where you are. Yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. So thank, thank you for those resources. And again, thank you for your, uh, thank you for the heart and soul that you, I know pour into this work and, uh, and, and also for being a placeholder, uh, or keeping those chairs uh, open and available. Yeah. Yeah. Much appreciated. Ken, thank you. I, I enjoyed the opportunity. I love that you and I have only spoken twice, and yet the simpatico and synchronicity of many of the distinctions that we have, right? And I see that more and more, so that gives me hope. Yeah, thank you. This is the good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, indeed. The mojo, as yep. as would we would have it. This is the mojo, yep. Very good, very good. A delight having you. Thank you for joining me for part two of my conversation with Boys and Hodgson. A rich and rewarding conversation it was. If you want to reach out to Boysen, his email address is communications at mkpusa.org. Again, communications at mkpusa.org. And of course, you can find out more information on the Mankind Project uh, at mkp.org. Uh, pardon me, mkpusa.org. And if you're outside of the U.S., then look up the Mankind Project uh, in your local area. It's a worldwide program, as you heard Boysen mention. And if you want to reach out to me, my email address, ken at cirruscoaching.com. That's ken at cirruscoaching.com. And you can find more information on what I'm up to at my website, cirruscoaching.com. And uh, I invite you to reach out to me uh, if you're interested in doing some one-on-one coaching and certainly if you're interested in any of the men's programs that I run, the I Am program being my flagship uh, 13-week program for men. And until uh, till I see you next time on Mojo for the Modern Man, thanks so much for joining us. I look forward to seeing you here again. Be well.